Gang, since they opened in 2012, I've been talking about the amazing rehearsal spaces and fabulous recording studio at Space Rehearsal and Recording here in Austin. Well, gang, Space has upped their game over the last couple of years and added a couple of new factions. One is a video production studio. Space ATX has taken the major leap forward in their evolution to serve Austin's music community with their new video production department. They're now offering professional video production for bands, live streaming, live sessions, podcasts, and just about anything you can imagine. They've also added a creator studio. Maybe you want to take your TikTok or YouTube videos to the next level, or it's time to stop using your cell phone pics for all of your PR photos. Their newest production room is waiting for you. You can also book their in-house video or photography services or bring a freelancer to get the job done yourself. That's space, rehearsal, and recording located just a few short miles south of downtown Austin. They now offer rehearsal studios, audio recording, video production, a creator studio, and more. Go to spaceatx.com to find out more. And take the talent train from Schmoesville to ProTown with space, rehearsal, recording, and video production. Let's get down. Hey gang, I want to make a quick announcement. Since we started this podcast in 2011, only the last 20 episodes have been available on the streaming services. You had to go back to the Podbean app or to the website, howdidigethere.podbean.com, to access past the 20 last 20 episodes. Well, gang, big surprise. As of now, the last 100 episodes are available on all streaming sites. That includes the From the Vault episodes. All of the episodes, the last 100 episodes from this episode back are available now on all streaming services, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, Stitcher. Go there. Whichever one you're subscribed to, whichever one you use the most, go subscribe to How Did I Get Here. Follow us, rate us, leave us a comment if you can, and, uh, and check out the episodes, man. Get out there and enjoy the last 100 episodes of How Did I Get Here on your favorite streaming services. Let's get down. Johnny, I'm your host. Welcome to the show. I hope you guys have all had a good weekend, whatever you did this weekend. I'm actually doing this on Sunday. It is uh, 4.46 p.m. On Sunday, I'm about to go down. I figured I had a couple hours to kill between working on, on fastball stuff, and uh, and then I need to head down to Emo's because I'll be singing with my friend, my friend Lance Keltner and his band for uh, the Connors Heart event down there. It's, uh, if you want to find out more about that, I mean, the the event's already passed, but you can find out about this great organization. Lance lost his stepson to fentanyl overdose uh, over the last couple of years, a couple of years ago, sorry. And uh, he and his wife started a, a nonprofit that helps out in that community, and they're holding a big show tonight. They're going to do them all over the country, but the one tonight in Austin is at Emo's, and uh, it's Eric Johnson and Roscoe Becker playing, David Grissom's playing, Vallejo's playing. As I said, Lance Keltner and his band are playing, and then there's a bunch of special guests. I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I'll be going there and singing Slow Down by the Beatles with my old friends. Anyway, uh, check out connors-heart.org to find out more about it. Or go back and listen to the last episode with uh, Maya Sharp and, of course, my friend Lance Keltner. 
man, that Maya Sharp conversation was great, right? I got some, I got some messages about that. People really liked it. People uh, had some people had never heard of her, and were like, "Holy shit! How did I not know this person that wrote songs for like Art Garfunkel and uh, and Cher and Bonnie Raitt and all this stuff?" So, uh, so yeah, if you haven't checked that out, you can go back and listen to it. It's the last episode. Maya Sharp, great conversation too. Great conversation. Um, what else is going on? Oh, hey gang, Friday, this Friday, if you live in the North Houston, Woodlands, Conroe, you know, Tomball area, uh, I've been playing with fastball. I've been playing, uh, guitar and keyboards in the band and having a great time playing with those guys, but they're playing at Main Street Crossing this Friday, August 18th in Tomball, Texas. If you want to find out more about it, you can go to fastballtheband.com or, uh, or look up the Main Street Crossing in Tomball. Fine. That's a good place to see a show. It is. It sounds good there. It looks good. It's a, it's a laid back scene, if you will. It's almost like a listening room. So it might be fun to play a rock show in there. I know Skyrocket, we did a show there a few years ago, like in 2019. Um, it was a lot of fun. And so anyway, check it out. Uh, Main Street Crossing in Tomball. I'll be playing with fastball. Um, I do want to thank a lot of people. Reached out last Thursday, August 10th, was the 12th anniversary of the first episode of How Did I Get Here? And I wanted to reach out and thank you guys for reaching out and congratulating me and and uh, and saying so many nice things about the show. Uh, it's been a great journey. I've really enjoyed it. If you want to hear that episode, it's me talking about the first 10 years of How Did I Get Here? It's a From the Vault episode, uh, episode 1080 from uh, 2021 when I was talking about a decade of doing the show. Now it's been 12 years. Still love it. Still love it so much. In fact, today is no different, gang. Today is no different. No different. I talked to Lincoln Mick, who is the mandolin player, uh, singer, and songwriter in the Nashville-based band, The Arcadian Wild. Now, if you've not heard these guys, these guys are incredible. They're an alt-folk bluegrass band, but I throw in alt-folk progressive bluegrass. These guys do stuff that really kind of like, it goes into like this yes world. Like a lot of notes are happening, but it's for a good reason. Anyway, they have a brand new record that just came out in July called Welcome. This is a gorgeous record. It's available on Verve Music, uh, wherever it is you stream and download uh, your music. You can find the Arcadian Wild at thearcadianwild.com. Now, uh, this is the follow-up album to their 2021 EP, Principium, which uh, we talk about the pronunciation of that, and I finally got it right. Principium, beautiful, beautiful, uh, beautiful EP that reached number three on the Billboard Bluegrass uh, charts. They played the Woody Guthrie Center. They played the the Ryman Auditorium. And gang, tomorrow night, August Wednesday, August 16th, they'll be playing the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. How exciting is that, man? The Grand Ole Opry. These guys are unbelievable. Like they're, they, they, they have these amazing harmonies. Uh, and, and in listening to their harmonies, it's like this, this choral, it's, it's choral. You know what I mean? Like it sounds like a choir, like something that's a little bit more than just like Beatles harmonies. And they, they're, they're crazy harmonies. And they have like this weird movement within the harmonies that sort of is reaching for something that made me think, not like a Christian band, but thinking like, wow, these guys are trying to do something for a higher purpose, not just get a song on the, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you can tell the spirituality in the way that somebody makes music. And I really did connect with that with the Arcadian Wild. I really did. Uh, the band is basically a three-piece. It's, it's Lincoln, along with Isaac Horn, who plays guitar and sings, and Bailey Warren, who plays fiddle and sings. Now, Bailey's a pretty new addition. They've also added a bass player. I don't know how much of the bass playing guy is going to be around all the time. But, uh, but anyway, we have a great talk about it. There's great videos of them doing what they do, and it's very moving. 
It's extremely moving. And then they bust out into like these these like moments of yes, yes stuff on like mandolin and fiddle and, and acoustic guitar. It's unbelievable. It really is, man. Uh, go to the arcadianwild.com. Go check out some of those videos. They're gorgeous. Uh, and they're those beautiful harmonies and stuff. Really, really, really beautiful. They're heading out on tour. They're not just playing tomorrow night at the, at the Grand Ole Opry, but they're heading out on tour for a while. Uh, they'll be heading out. They'll be playing uh, starting September 5th. They'll be in Seattle, Washington and playing the West Coast. As I said, go to the arcadianwild.com for all of your Arcadian Wild needs. But if you live in Texas, which most of our audience does, Thursday, November 9th, they'll be at the Dosi Doe in the Woodlands. On Friday, November 10th, they'll be at the Saxon Pub here in Austin, Texas. On Saturday, November 11th, they'll be at Tulips in Fort Worth, Texas. So, as I said, go to the arcadianwild.com, get involved there, find out if they're coming to a town near you, or get tickets to their show. These guys are fantastic. This record, Welcome, is absolutely beautiful. It came out on July 21st. That is the follow-up, as I said, to Principium. Anyway, this is me and mandolin player Lincoln Mick from the Arcadian Wild. Let's get down. How you doing, man? I'm good, Johnny. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. Yeah. I, uh, I've, I've really, really enjoyed digging into your music. Uh, Thanks, man. That's incredible. Thank you. Yeah. You're very kind. You actually, we appreciate that. I just had a guy on here that, that had this band called Milk Drive. Did you hear those guys? Yes, they're amazing. We've we've never met them before, but we um, a friend showed us their music a few years ago, and they're incredible. Yeah. This guy, Brian Bacon, that was in that band. And that was the first time I'd ever heard Prague Bluegrass. And then all of a sudden, a few weeks <laughs> yeah. later, here I am once again encountering a progressive yeah. bluegrass band. Yeah, man. I saw That's you guys awesome. even covered, guys uh, you guys covered a Kansas song, man. It's true. That <laughs> was a great maybe job a mistake, of it, too. But thank you. No, thank man, you that's so not much. a mistake. Everybody wants to play that song. Yeah, we're just trying to make all the boomer dads happy. That's, that's what we're about. That's true. I'm a little younger than a no. boomer dad, but I am Gen X, and so I do appreciate because I grew yeah. up with that on the radio all the time. Yeah, man. Um, before we get going on this, let me ask you, did you guys expand? Like I saw the latest, all the videos, uh, for all the new songs that you have out. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a guy in there playing stand up bass, playing double bass. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so we've got, um, so we've had Bailey, our fiddler for, um, about three and a half years full time now. Right. Um, she, she joined us right before the pandemic. Um, the, the, like, the upright bass spot is just kind of like, it's been pretty fluid um, during yeah. that time, um, partly because of COVID. And then, um, I mean, if, if you've listened to our music, then um, you kind of hear the like, it's it's very like thoroughly arranged. Yeah. Um, and I, I think we like ask a lot of ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I think in particular, like the person who kind of fills that spot, they have to be able to do like a lot of different stuff. It's not just like playing the, the roots and fifths over the changes, but like the bass 
like right. plays the melody yes. and like has high register arc, high register arco stuff. And it's, um, it's, it's kind of intense. And, and like the list of people in Nashville that can like do that thing really well is short. And so like all of those guys and gals are like in high demand. Um, and so they're, it's, it's just like hard to align schedules and kind of keep people around just because people want them. So, um, but yeah, we've, we've worked with, we've been working with Eli who's in that, um, in, in these videos that we're releasing right now for like almost a year, maybe like nine months or so we met, we connected with him last summer. Um, and, and we've, we've had him on like kind of sort of full time. We, we have to sub here and there every once in a while, um, just cause he's got like lots of other stuff going on, but he is incredible. We love him a lot. Yeah, he is incredible. Are, are, yeah. I know that, I know that a couple of those are, are, are you lip syncing at some of those? Or are those all, I can't tell with you guys. So you're fucking great. Yeah. I mean, you really are like, you're really, really <laughs> good. I'm a little Thank intimidated. You. Um, oh, you No, you guys no, are, you guys you are like masterful. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, thanks, honey. Yeah. You're like the Thank dream you. theater of um, bluegrass with beautiful vocals. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. So for, for the video stuff, we like, that was kind of challenging because we wanted it to like be as live as possible. Um, but we kind of like wanted to like give ourselves a little freedom and give our videographers a little freedom so that like the perfect one take didn't have to like line up with the perfect like performance, like from us. Right. Um, and so we, <laughs> this is a very like <laughs> roundabout kind of backwards way of doing this, but we like, we basically made like new live versions of like the masters that we like made okay. for the record. We just like retract the songs in my living room. Okay. Um, and just like, you know, played, played to a click, but like played all together and like sang all together. Um, and, and then like performed to that new live audio for the video. So wow. it's like, it's kind of a weird, we're kind of like halfway lying, but, but hopefully it's still, you know, the integrity of it is preserved and people will still think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys on the, on the record, did you sing together? Cause there's, there's like, there's, there's like, I mean, there's like vocal stuff that you guys do like all together, like yeah. bending a note all together. Mm -hmm. That's just like, Oh man, just the, I'm a musician too. And just the idea yeah. of rehearsing that gives me total anxiety when I, I can't even, I can't even enjoy it. I'm like, Oh my God, I would be like so stressed out <laughs> having to do this. <laughs> I really, I really appreciate that perspective. And I think it gives us anxiety too. Does it? So okay, good. we're glad That's you're, good you're with us. That's nice. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, we, uh, we, we typically like when we're, when we're like actually tracking things for a record, we, we usually like still kind of split things up and just kind of do like single people singing all together. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we, we'll typically do the lead and then like stacking harmonies on top after that. Okay. Um, we've, we've done maybe like for like here and there on different projects, we might like do like simultracked um, vocals, but, but it's, it's more, more typical for like the lead to kind of like lay, lay the foundation. And then, and then we just try and like really follow that template, I guess, and be, be as precise as we can. Yeah. So how did you, so we're, we're not superheroes. <laughs> you are to me. I'll be honest with you. 
I mean, oh. <laughs> I, I really, I mean, as a fellow musician, I was just like, you know, you, you see someone with extremely, uh, with extreme capabilities. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. It's like, holy shit, man. Like, how do these guys do it? Like everything. I don't know. It's just, it's very, very beautiful. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask, uh, this album, Welcome, is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And Thank and you. you guys all like perform. I'm I'm not just like blowing smoke up your ass either. I'm trying. I'll, I'll find some weird stuff to say to make you. But you feel can you later. can blow smoke up my ass. That's okay. fine. Thanks, man. I don't have a problem with that. Um, <laughs> hey, aren't you supposed to be on the road? Are you at home? You look like you're in your home. So yes, we're. I'm at home right now. Um, I'm glad you can't really fully see this room. It's a disaster. Um, but yeah, we're we're. Uh, we're back. Um, we just got back from a run in Colorado right. and, uh, we had some of the crew fly out. The tour manager and I drove out from, from Nashville and we did like two days of driving out and then back on the tail end. So I just got home late Friday night was here, um, through the weekend, but it was still kind of busy. Just lots of stuff going on. And then we leave again tomorrow. Yeah. I saw you for, tomorrow. Yeah. North, North and South Carolina and Georgia. Um, so got five shows coming up this week and then we're back for like about another week and then out again. So this is like the season for us. We're kind of crazy right now. Well, it looks like you're, you're busy, like almost at the end of the year, you're coming to Austin, like in November, that's already announced. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We're excited. We love coming to Texas. It's just great. Yeah. Do you do well here? Yeah. We've, we've really, um, I think like post, like post COVID we've, we've been coming out, um, a little more consistently and, and like, it's, it's been like a nice steady trend of growth, um, like Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, and then like we've been, we haven't like really been in Houston, but we've been playing in the woodlands, um, at Dosey Do's, um, the barn. I lived there and then, when I was a kid. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. We so, love that room. Have you, have you been there? I've, never or played been or? I've seen it. I've driven by it, but I've never been in there. It's very cool. The, yeah. the the staff there is really sweet too. Um, and then we've we've done we've done the O four Center a couple times in Austin. We're playing a different room this time. Yeah, you're doing I can't Saxon remember. Pub. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Great listening room. Cool. Yeah, cool. Amazing That's sound awesome. too. Um, all right. So the initial question I was going to ask you before I got totally sidetracked is: uh, <laughs> You said Bailey joined in twenty twenty. Yes. Yeah. She, uh, that was like January. Um, and yeah, January, February, she kind of like plugged in with us and she's been with us ever since. And she's in, how do you, you say this album principum? Yeah, we, uh, we say principium principium. That is sorry. Still, that is no, that, but that's still incorrect. Uh, if you have like anyone who, uh, is Speaks like English. the Latin. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. We, we mispronounce it. Um, it's the, so Isaac and I both sang in choir, uh, in like high school and college and our choir directors would be, be mad at us because they would tell us to say principium. Okay. That would be like right. the vocal, like singer way of saying it. But then like people who like are well versed in like ancient Latin would say like, no, that's wrong. It's principium. So like, we can't really please anybody. So say whatever you want we're all wrong and it doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay. So she's on that record, right? Yes. Well, there's, there's a definite like defined and, and you, you know what I mean? Like there's bands like, uh, like even like sticks, 
Like mm. you're a classic rock guy and you understand that stuff. Yeah. Even Sticks, mm-hmm. like when they sing a harmony, you know it's them. Like the Beatles, like the Bee Gees, yeah. like the Eagles. Do you know what I mean? There's like a signature sound. So you guys really happened upon a pretty powerful mm. uh, vocal sound. And mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it's almost like... To me, that's what really defines a, a band where people mm. sing harmonies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Definitely. you guys really define that. And it's just weird to think that you just defined that recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's been, it's been interesting. I mean, I like, I, I know, you know, as, as an artist, like who's kind of like been, been in the game for a number of years. Like it, it kind of takes a while to, to sort of land on your thing and yeah. we've, we're coming up on 10 years doing this and, you know, we've had, like, I, I would definitely still consider us like, you know, a developing act. Like we're, we're still kind of like finding our path and, and our people and, and our audience. And we, uh, we've, we've definitely had like kind of significant lineup changes over the course of that, like first seven years or so, just like you know, people's like it, people's lives change. Like when you have folks in their like early to like mid twenties, everyone's life is just like so volatile, especially like in a in like an arts city, like Austin or Nashville or, you know, New York, LA, whatever, yeah. like everybody's just trying, trying things out and like trying to figure out who they are. And then sometimes it's like not the right mesh of personalities. And yeah. you know, there it's, it's like, there's so many different factors and it's like, it's, it feels like, magic when when you like finally find the right people who where things like a mesh and kind of like really start to lock in and harmonize like kind of like interpersonally and spiritually and um and emotionally um and so i i think like i think when when bailey when when we connected with bailey a few years ago um it was it was like okay this is this is good and i i think like <laughs> I mean, Isaac and I have been doing this basically from the beginning together. And, um, we, I think Bailey jokes around with us. Like, yeah, I think you guys are going to get tired of doing this before I do. <laughs> and, uh, maybe she's right. I don't it, know. It but, doesn't, but it I, doesn't feel like it in your music. I, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. But yeah, I, I think when we, when we connected with her, um, at that, that felt like another, another piece fell into place yeah. in like a really special way. She's just like, I mean, she, one, she's just like one of our favorite people in the whole wide world. And, and, and then she, she just like serves the music and our audience in like a really, really beautiful way that like only she can. And, um, and that's, that's been amazing. She's amazing. We love her. Yeah. Did you guys poach her from another band? We, no, (laughs) we didn't. Uh, we, she was like, um, just about to graduate from Belmont okay. University here in Nashville. Um, she was like in her final semester and was gonna like was on track to kind of like graduate at the end of that summer. And obviously, like you know, every everyone's like next couple semesters got totally screwed up. Yeah. Um, but but uh, but yeah. So she was still she was like finishing up school. And she actually plays. Um, she plays currently in another band out of Nashville. That's kind of like on the more traditional side of bluegrass. They're called down river collective. She's in that band with her fiance. And there are, I think there are like three or four more in the band full time. They're a 
big band <laughs> and they wow. have, uh, they, they do, they do some really special work together. Um, so we didn't, we, we're, we're trying to like, uh, like, you know, do the things that we need to do and also like leave her space to, to develop that and work on those things. And she's also getting married in like, uh, like a month, which is crazy. Um, so she's, she's a busy girl. She's she getting married like on a day you guys have off or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've, we've had to, it was so funny. Like once we kind of like found like the release date for the record and then like, she was like, Oh, I think August. And we were like, okay, cool. We're, we have to like ice everything. We like have to protect that time for you. That's really important. And I think like we're, I think we're not going to be sad to have some time like at home to, to kind of relax and just decompress a little bit before we hit it again in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how old are you, how old are you? Uh, I will be 31 in a month. Okay. So you're young yeah. and, and obviously I'm, yeah, young. I'm a child and, yeah. and Isaac's around your age. Yeah. Isaac, uh, Isaac is 28. I think he's about to be 28. Okay. Yeah. And Bailey's a couple years younger than him. So I've had this question. Yeah. There's a band called steel Betty. You know, those guys from here. Have you heard of those guys? I don't think so. There's just so, there's so many of them. Like there's, yeah. I, I, I ask young people like, what what the hell are you doing playing some weird antiquated style of music? I mean, you guys are doing something weird with it, but like, what? Yeah. Why? Why would you want to play mandolin all the time in a time when like, <laughs> like yeah. mandolin isn't something you hear when you turn on the radio anymore? I mean, I'm, I'm talking that's, about like in pop true. music or like maybe you're into country music, but. You don't even really hear mandolin in country music. Yeah, I, I think um, most of the time when you hear mandolin in like pop or country music, like any time between now and like the last like 10 to 20 years prior, it just, it sounds like a toy. It's this like adorable little accessory. It's like, oh, it, that's sweet. Makes it kind of special. That's cute. It, it had a it's moment in like the late 80s. Like this weird yes. kind of like, uh, <laughs> like they were singing songs about it when they're like, a, listen to yes, the Madeline rain. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Bruce Hornsby. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there's not even, uh, there's not even, I don't even think there's a song. mandolin in that song. <laughs> no, but I like, remember like a Steve Winwood song where he was wearing like a long trench coat and playing a mandolin. Yes. Yes. Well, there's like, well, I know that, um, oh, is it that, is it Rod Stewart? Is it Maggie Mae that's got like the, yeah. the iconic? Yeah, yeah, that's that. I'm, I'll probably make someone really upset, but that that riff is just garbage. It's not nice, and it doesn't sound good. I I kind of do love that like Mandolin Rain only has banjo in it and no mandolin. Like, yeah. props to Bruce Hornsby for that. That's I I kind of think that's great. But like, um, when did you when did yeah. you when did you when did the mandolin enter your life and why? Like, did someone say you're going to learn mandolin, or were you like, I want one of those? Yeah, it was it was a complete accident, and it was like relatively recent. Um, actually, I so I did not grow up with bluegrass like playing in my house when I was a kid. Um, Nickel Creek's first record kind of entered into my orbit when I was like in grade school. And I just heard that record. I was like, this is very cool. 
but then like didn't chase the thread down. Like I, it was just kind of this like isolated thing that happened at right. that moment in time. And then I just kind of like moved on. Um, and I, it's funny. I listened to like, <laughs> I listened to like a lot of like punk pop and like alt rock when I was in like grade school, middle school, high school. Um, like, and I, I grew up a, a pastor's kid and was like into Christian pop punk, which is like a niche within a niche within a niche. And like, it's just kind of hilarious. Like Reliant K was my favorite band in the universe and may still be my favorite band. If I'm being honest, I don't right. know. I, can, um, may, I, may I stop you for just one second? Please. I was going to ask you, there are some levels uh, that there are some, there are some harmonic configurations that you guys do mm. locally that made me write down the question, are you guys a, a, like a faith-based? Because you hit this thing <laughs> that's so joyful and you all yeah. seem very happy and no one seems like they're on coke or anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can you not be happy and be on coke at the same time? I thought that was like kind of, that's it's like a, the it's point, a different, right? There's a total different look to that happiness. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I get it. But just you asking that question answers my question. (laughs) You're not on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, um, Isaac, Isaac and I both, both grew up in the church and, uh, that's like, you know, to be like perfectly upfront, like that's still a big part of who we are. But like, I, I think like this ties in nicely kind of like to the new record. Um, like we've never, wanted to be like a Christian band. Like that's not something we're interested in. Right. Um, I I don't get that. I don't get that from your music until you hit these places where I'm like, okay, you only really get that if you're, if you're going for something more than a a pop hit or trying to get laid or something like you're really, you're, (laughs) you're reaching up to the, the sky. Like to say, wow. like the, those, uh, it's making the hair on my arm stand up. When I heard it, it made the hair on my arm. And I'm wow. not even like a, a, a big person that is there yeah. with, the, with the Christianity. But it, it when it hits I'm me, it you. hits me. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. And I'm so, I can't tell you how thrilled I am to hear you say that. I think, um, I think with that, that kind of the idea of the new record, um, you know, you, I, I assume you've listened to it like yeah. a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, maybe. And, um, have you, have you seen the, uh, have you seen the album artwork for it? Yeah. I've seen the single artwork, like that all the singles okay. have, have a, a themed artwork, which I was going to come. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful by the way. I love that stuff like Thank that. Thank you. Yeah. And I love my, it when uh, it my wife, matches. Yeah, yeah. My, my wife does, uh, all, all of our design stuff oh, right brilliant. now. Um, and she is so tricky and gifted. Um, but, the uh so the the cover for the full length record um is this like it's this little feast scene that we shot um and we just like invited a bunch of our family and friends and like people who've kind of like played a significant role in our story obviously there are lots of people who have like played a role and we couldn't invite all of them and get them all to, into a room but we tried to like get a good representation of of all of those people and um we, we like set this like giant table in a big house and, um, and it wasn't just like a photo shoot. We like actually ate a meal together and it was, it was really special. And then like Shelby shot the cover art of like us kind of gathered around that table with like a bunch of people like standing in the background. And, um, and I I think the idea of that was, 
Um, we've, we've, it's always been really important to us for anyone that listens to our music to feel like they have a place at the table we're setting. Um, like there's, there's a big table with like lots of room for everybody. Everybody's got a seat. It's a big door. Everybody can find their way in like, and, and we'd like everyone to feel welcome and at home and like they belong. Um, and I think especially like that's, that's after, sorry, that's the definition of Christianity, right? I mean, that's to me. It that's is what we all ought to be yeah, going yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> it's people... just like hospitality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think in, in in our early days as a band, we we were doing. Um, if there's a, there's a guy mowing his dumb lawn outside, and if I you need me it. to like backtrack or anything, no, great, hear love that. Um, in our in our early days as a band, uh, we did the house show thing. That uh-huh. was like pretty much all we were doing. And I, and I think that was a really formative experience for us. Just like, I, I mean, when we were first doing it, it was like mostly just friends and family. We were like, hey, can we, you know, do yeah. the thing? And they're like, that's so sweet. <laughs> yes, you're cute. You can come play in our living room. And then, you know, like we kept going and like it became evident that we were serious about it. And, um, and then like people who just found our music randomly would like invite us to come play in their homes. And, um, you know, that ranged from like, you know, really hard situations to like really beautiful friendships that have like lasted years afterwards. Right. Um, and, but it, it, I think like those scenarios were really interesting um, because like there was so much mutual risk taking, like yeah. we were walking into a situation, we don't know who these people are. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the same for them, like they have, like they like what we do, but we could be psychos and like we yeah. could, you know, invite <laughs> random people into their house and like destroy their furniture and kill their cat. And like, no one knows how this is going to pan out. But like every time it was this like beautiful, like serendipitous, like mutual grace giving and sharing and, and, and like it, it kind of felt like a table was being set and like a potluck was happening and everyone was like bringing something to the table, both like, like the host and us and the audience, like whoever it was made up of, like whether it was just their people or like if they trusted us enough to like just let people they didn't know come into their homes. Like, and it was, it was always like very, um, very like mutually nourishing and edifying. And I think, um, you know, I, I think like going back to, um, you know, kind of, kind of the stories that like motivate us and inform what we do, like not, not to get churchy about it. No, but no, like, no. De- I, I think De- like be yourself. looking at the like, character. I, and I, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I totally respect I, that. One of the things about that, that I worry about as a person is that my lack of faith, even though I was raised like if, as a Catholic kid, uh, mm. my lack of faith is something that freaks me out. And I always am in mm. awe of people that have some kind of faith that I'm like, how, what is wrong mm. with me that I don't have this and other people do? So, so yeah, there's no, no, there's no need to apologize. Please be yourself. And this is, uh, uh you're doing a great job. By the way. You're very generous. I don't know why I have Thank to say you. that, but it's true. You are. No, yeah. you're, you're very kind. Well, I, I think like that's one of the fascinating things about like the character of the Christ is that like, he's homeless, you know, yeah. like he doesn't have a place yeah. to live. He just wanders around. Yeah. But like he, he goes into other people's homes and like suddenly he becomes the host. Like that happens every time there's like 
a meal in the story. Like, right, and, right, right. And he's, like he's the one, he's the one breaking bread and inviting people to the table and he's washing people's feet. And he's like, you know, telling people where they ought to sit. And he's like inviting people to parties at other people's houses, you know, like he's like, and he's like, Hey, I'm coming to your house today. Like he's inviting himself yeah. to a party that he's throwing at your house and then he's going to host it. And it's just this like weird upside down reversal thing. And so I think, I think every time we, and anytime any band like has the opportunity to like go into a venue or go into someone's house, like you have the opportunity to play host in a house that's not yours, you know, and you have an opportunity to like make people feel welcome. They, they, might be coming to the table looking for something without realizing that they might, they might be hungry for something that they couldn't like articulate or put into words or be like conscious of. Right. But you have an opportunity to, to just like give them something. It might not like redirect the entire course of their life, like right. 180 degrees, but like it might be just like just the right size morsel to like give them the fuel to like make it another day or another week or something. Like, right. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like, I think that's the wonderful opportunity that all of us have, like regardless of like where we come from or the kind of music that we make, like the aesthetic considerations, like how it's all packaged. Like that's what we all have the opportunity to do. Yeah. Um, and I, I think there's like this, uh, there's a lot of gravity there. We have to take that responsibility seriously and we can't just like be flippant about like the time and the attention that people so generously share with all of us. Anytime we like jump up on stage and like play a note. Right. You know? It's also like, it's, uh, you know, what's funny. I, it just dawned on me. What makes you guys non-traditional, uh, is that you're, I haven't seen much stuff of you guys all gathered around one microphone doing your thing. Like you definitely mm-hmm. want to make sure everyone gets their own signal and everything so you can separate all this stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's I that the one mic thing is like it's such a cool vibe and um and you know maybe maybe like at some point in the future we'll find ourselves yeah. um like going with that approach cuz like I know we really like punch brothers and um, they, you know, they've gone through phases where I think when they were first to band, they would do, they would do like one or two like large condenser microphones. And then they started to kind of like parse everything. Right. And, and like run separate lines. And, and that was really, really cool. Um, and, and now they've kind of like gravitated back towards like the single mic, like more traditional bluegrassy approach. And, right. and they don't really, really make traditional music. Um, but obviously they can, they're very capable of it. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, like it's, I, I think we've like found like the groove, at least like in terms of the gear and like how we like to present things. Um, and that seems to be working well right now, but I know we're not like married to it. You know, we're, we're just like trying to do what works for this season. And, and maybe like once we get a little further down the road and we can like travel with, our own like front of house guy, like that'll change and shift and right. we'll see. But, but yeah, this feels, this feels good right now. So what I was going to say about that is that, that uh, in the house concert kind of way is the way that the style of music that you play existed for many, however long it's been around a couple centuries or whatever. Yeah. Century yeah. and a half. 
But like that yeah. started with, you know, people kind of gathering around probably at someone's house or on someone's front porch and watching some people play. And it was extremely intimate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the house concert thing has been around longer than anything else. Like, you know, that's, that's kind of what people were doing. Yeah. Like when Western music was kind of like first crystallizing, you know, people would invite folks over to like, their their parlor for the afternoon and we're going right. to have this you know lovely young austrian pianist to you know right come yeah, yeah. serenade us all like on this tuesday evening or whatever you know and like the like the opera hall or the concert hall like that was more that was more of like ooh, this is like very special like right. this is a thing right but like the like the run-of-the-mill concert like happened in in people's homes and yeah um and i'd i'd love to like Whoever had a I would love to see like, a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, I'd love that. Like, I, uh, I would love to see, and I think it is like, I, I'd love to see the, the house concert thing become like more of a, more of a staple. Yeah. Um, I think especially for like developing artists, like it's, it's such a nice, it's such a nice way to start. Right. Um, just because you, you get to kind of like cut your teeth and, and like be in a, be in a really small space with like no artifice right dividing you and and your audience like you don't have anything to hide behind and so you got like you gotta go like it's i think there there's um i think there's this really interesting divide between like live music and stand-up comedy i think there are lots of parallels yeah but like i think stand-up like has to be one of the scariest things a person can do because like if if people, if an audience doesn't respond well to your music, then it's like, there's like a degree of separation. It's like, okay, this isn't me. It's my music. Like, yeah. and that might not be for everybody, but like, if they don't like yeah, your comedy, like, you. like <laughs> yeah, they don't like you. Like they don't like your sense of humor, which is basically you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so I, I think it's like, maybe the house concert thing is like as close as you're ever going to get as a musician to like that feeling. It's just like so intimate and personal. Um, but it's nice. Like you kind of, you kind of have to learn really quickly how to, how to connect and how to, how to be intimate with people yeah. in, in that way. So wait a minute. So when you started, you, we didn't, we didn't get to the, how you got the mandolin thing, but so you were into yes. like punk pop and this stuff and, uh, and alt rock and Reliant K is your favorite band. Uh, yes. and, uh, were you, were you, were you, did you have a guitar or anything then? Were you, did you want to be one of I those had, guys? I, yeah, I had a, I had a dream that like one day I would be invited to join Reliant K for sure. Um, I'm still holding out hope. That'd be great. Um, but I went as, as like, as much as I loved that music, I never like became a gearhead. Like I had, I had a couple crappy electric guitars like they were like epiphone like gibson epiphone models and like a couple of junk amps but i never like got pedals or right. anything like that and i had i had like a couple decent acoustics um and so but when i when i started like writing music and to be clear not well in in high school um i was i was like mostly writing like on acoustic guitar and singing and like and when i started playing guitar it was like really just an accessory for my voice. I didn't like become a student of the guitar. 
right. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I understand. And and after I went out to college and, and then the band started, like during my last couple semesters of school, I was actually still playing guitar in the band. Um, and then uh, Isaac, Isaac and I had kind of met previously and then he came to Nashville and, um, and I graduated from school the semester before he came to school. And I insisted that he joined the band because like we had become friends before that and he was amazing, but he played guitar and I was like, we don't need two guitar players. He's a lot better at this than I am. I can learn how to do something else. And I had, I had a kind of a junky mandolin lying around and I was like, okay, let's, let's like, let's investigate this again and see if we can go anywhere with it. Um, and that was like, that was like late 2014. Um, and I've just kind of been stumbling my way through it. <laughs> there are, we'll get booked at these, um, folk and bluegrass festivals in the summer and the fall. And there are these, there are these homeschool children that are half my age and can play twice as fast as I'll ever be able to. And it's really discouraging, but I have to like, I have to reaffirm to myself, like, Hey man, like you're on your journey. You're making your music. Like you do what you do. Like, they're amazing at what they do. Yeah. And like, just, just break the wrist and walk away. Just don't, don't be like, don't get inside your head and you know, you're not going to be a superhero. Just like make something that's true and beautiful with what you've got. And it's yeah. fine. Um, so I, but I love the mandolin. It's my, it's my primary instrument. Now I don't really play much guitar anymore. Um, I'll play octave mandolin, um, here and there. Um, there are like a few songs on the record that, that feature that, but that's that's kind of the main acts right now, and it's a lot of fun. What is that the guitar th looking thing that you play on one of those videos? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. the octave so, man. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just like tuned to full octave down. It's more. It's it's the one that I'm playing is modeled after um, some arch top guitars that yeah. Martin was making um, in like the early 20th century. And obviously, like Martin isn't really known for arch tops anymore. That's like more of a, more of a Gibson thing. Um, but, uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a different, uh, it's a different palette to paint with, if you will, which is really, really nice. Yeah. So on these, like, do you, do you guys have someone like working radio? I see you're on Veer Music. Is that a, that's a label? That yeah. So, um, so Veer is, um, a, a distributor that we connected with earlier this year. Um, this guy named Rusty Harmon, uh, who's out of Chapel Hill. He's from the Chapel Hill area in North Carolina. Originally, he's been in Nashville, I think for a while. Um, but he's, uh, he's actually the guy who like discovered Hootie and the Blowfish and like made their career basically. Wow. Um, and so he, he started, he's, he's been, um, kind of like in and out of the Warner umbrella, like throughout his whole career. Uh-huh. Um, and so he, he started this like smaller distribution company under, under that label. Um, and we, we connected with him early, um, 2023 and, uh, and we, we signed with him. So we're, we're still like, I mean, we're working with, with beer, but we're still like technically an independent right. band. Like we don't have a label. Independent um, labels but he's doing like, are a different thing now. Yeah. 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 Sorry. You were saying um, he's he, doing he, yeah, yeah, he's he's doing some like label service stuff, um, and and we, we've been pleased so far with with what he and and his his team have done. Um, 
he's a great guy. And then we, we, we just have like kind of smaller, um, like publicity and some like marketing people that we're, that we're working with to kind of push things forward. This was, this was like the most like time and resources we've ever been able to put behind a record. And the first time we haven't like actually run a Kickstarter to fund one. We, we kind of like, sort of saved up for it and like paid as we went like piecemeal, uh, piecemeal for, it feels like, good to do it years. that way. I've never done a Kickstarter, but I have done the, uh, like there was a band I, I had like 10 years ago and, and we mm. just took the money from all the gigs that we played and didn't take any of it and recorded. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a, it's a good feeling to, you know, I, I, I'll, I can, you know, I can, kind of argue both ways for it like it's it's an incredible feeling to get like a couple hundred people who are just like absolutely yeah amped about yeah. like just the idea yeah. of what you're proposing to do and they yeah. trust you enough to like throw you like 20 or like a couple hundred bucks right to, to like help you push things forward like that's that's really encouraging um but it's also really nice to like have you know tightened your belt for a couple of years and and just kind of like saved pennies over that time and and to be able to like pay for a record like yeah. it was like oh this like my job is doing what it's supposed to do it's yeah. like being a job yeah <laughs> like totally paying for itself totally so um yeah. well you guys i mean oh that's the thing i was gonna say is that uh I, I could see how it would be hard to get your music on country radio with sort of like what it mm. sounds like when you turn it on now, which is my only real yeah. experience with it. But, um, yeah. but it seems like an NPR, like you're like a, like a poster band for NPR. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, that is maybe one of the highest compliments anyone could, could render yeah. at this time. That's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's true. Yeah. I, I, um, yeah, we're we're definitely not like a good fit for like the mainstream country or bluegrass thing, but um but yeah, I, I think there's like there's a, a there's a nice little space being carved out for sort of like bluegrass adjacent or like more progressive folk singer-songwriter kind of stuff um that we that we maybe like fit in a little more nicely. It's it's hard to like you know, pin it down and and figure out like okay, what, what are we doing? Like, but, but I, as, as like problematic as that is sometimes I, I think it's maybe helpful just cause it, it's, you know, it makes us a little different from a lot of, a lot of what's, what else is like floating around. You're, you right are, now, so. you are extremely unique. Like even just yeah, the fact that you cover crazy in love and like, uh, everybody <laughs> wants to rule the world and Kansas, the, uh, no. carry on my wayward no. son. Like even just in, in that stuff kind of like shows you who you're dealing with when you, when you do your own original music. Like it really is. It's, it's really, uh, you really, you've, you've really found a voice as a, as a group. And even with all these different people singing, like it really, it's still, yeah. everything makes total sense. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's a really I, hard I really thing to do, that. Lincoln. It <laughs> is, man. Thanks, Tommy. I mean, as a guy um, that started bands and had an idea of stuff, and like, I mean, did you did you guys have an idea of what you wanted it to sound like, or it just sounded like this? And you're like, well, this is great. Let's just go with this. Yeah, no, I I, I do think it's been a, a, a discovery process. I, I think 
in in the first couple of years we were trying to figure it out i i think we we made some some adorable music um and and i think we were um yeah the, I, it definitely took a while for like the identity to crystallize and and you know i will say that you know i don't want it to ever become rigid or kind of like prefabricated i would i i feel like you know again I, I feel like you have a lot of insight into this as well. Like we always, we need to uh, allow ourselves the permission to kind of like grow and change and shift. Um, because like, you know, that's just what people do. So bands are made of people. So bands need to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I, I think when we, when we first got started, it was, it was such like an interesting, uh, collision of like interests and desires and backgrounds, you know, that, and, uh, you know, we, we probably had like amongst the original members of the group, I, I think we had some like competing visions for like what we wanted things to be like, is like, you know, we, we want to be like the Lumineers and the Aver brothers and Regina Spector and the tallest man on earth. And like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. you know, there are oh, like right. 18 things we could all want yeah. to be. And, um, and as I think like, over those like first like four to five years, um, maybe, yeah, maybe like three to four years as, as like, as leadership kind of like slowly, um, transitioned to like, okay, like this is Isaac and, and me kind of determining where we'd like drive this ship. Um, it kind of like evolved into what it is now. Um, and I, and I will say like, it couldn't be what it is now if we, if we didn't have, um, like a, a team of people over um, the last like five years or so that have like really faithfully served it and like helped us shape it. You know, yeah. we, when we, when we first like introduced the fiddle into the band, that, that felt like a really pivotal moment where our, our original, one of our original female vocalists left um, about like five or six years ago. And, and that's when we like brought someone new in and like, that was the first time we'd ever had that instrument in the band as well. Um, and like from then on, like the next couple of people that, that were kind of collaborating with us just like really helped us like shape that trajectory. Right. Um, I think like, I, I think one of the, one of the really special things that, um, we've gotten to enjoy, like, especially recently, um, is, is this like, wonderful sense of insight and gratitude um, for, for the people like who worked with us in the past. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they, you know, obviously like work like this is really complex because it is so relational Yeah, and, and it can be hard because, you know, as you, you know, just like we were kind of saying earlier, like, and when we're collaborating with people and when we're creating like our, our contributions sometimes feel like our essence and they're not like we, we but it's easy. It's easy for us to sort of like identify it to yeah. like, yeah, to like an inappropriate degree with what we do. Like I am not, I'm not the music that I make. I'm not the ideas that I have. Like those are just the ideas that came out yeah. and like they picked me and I tried to like express them and you know, they, they landed to a greater or lesser degree and maybe we go with that and maybe we don't, but like, you know, when you're rejected, 
that feels bad yeah. <laughs> regardless of like the the foundation of the relationship and yeah. um and like it's it's hard to you know kind of like steer the ship and and keep course and and sometimes like ways have to part but like even even when they do like i i think i think we've just gotten some really nice perspective especially in recent months like um just sort of i i think as as like we've been getting closer to the release date for this record and we've been thinking a lot about like hospitality and home and like making sure that like everybody's got a place we've been thinking about like the people who like used to have a place with us, like in the band yeah. working with us. And, right. um, and we, we actually like, we actually got together for the first time in a long time with, uh, with one of the gals who, who used to play with us. Um, and it was great. It was so nice. Like, I, I feel like we had an opportunity like on both sides to be like, I think me, especially I, it was an opportunity to say like, Hey, I, I don't think I had eyes for like what we were putting you through right, and like right. how much we were asking of you and you gave so much of yourself and you were so nice to us and you were so generous to us and like to our audience and it really means a lot and I'm sorry for like the ways we, the ways that it was like naturally hard and maybe like some of the ways that we like made it unconsciously hard for sure. you. Um, but like, thank you for doing that. And she was like very gracious and, and kind of like said some like reciprocally sweet and encouraging things. And, um, and it's a really evolved perspective, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I, I think it's, you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be here without like any one of those single people who like don't like walk hand in hand with us at the moment. Like, yeah what they're doing is still like echoing through the future, you know, which is, which is cool. So yeah, that was really long and rambling. I don't know how I got there. Thanks for indulging yeah. me and being, big. no, I've, I gotta <laughs> tell you, this has been a real pleasure, Lincoln. You're a really wonderful person to talk to. Like, oh, I've, I've really enjoyed you. this. I've, I was hoping that you were going to be as cool as your music is. I hope that I'm <laughs> off on Friday, November 10th when you play at the Saxon pub here in Austin. Uh, yeah, man, we'd we'd love I'd, to. I'd love to come to get you on the list and say hi and and uh, and see you guys yeah. play in the same room. I bet that must be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah, man. We we would we would love to have you there. Well, we'd we'd love to see that. I will stay in touch. This record, welcome. I think this is going to come out after the twenty first. I'm not quite sure yet, but if 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 not, it'll cool. be right before it comes out. But welcome, amazing album. There's also a, a ton of other music out there. Uh, you guys have millions of plays on Spotify, at least from what I saw, and uh, and you're I, you're just fantastic. Yeah, great band. Thank you, John. Really glad I got to meet you, and uh, and I look forward to meeting you in person. Anything I'm missing before dude, I go, dude? I think you've hit it all. You've been amazing. Thanks for wanting to talk to us today. So you, man. It really really means a lot. It's yeah. great to connect with you, and, and I look forward to to seeing you again, hopefully soon. Likewise. Take care, man. Really nice talking to you. Thanks, John. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, gang, that was Lincoln Mick from the Arcadian Wild. Their new album, Welcome, available now wherever it is you stream and download music on Verb Music. Great, great conversation, man. 
What a great conversation. Find them at thearcadianwild.com. Don't forget they'll be in Texas in November, playing November 10th here in Austin at the Saxon Pub. Go to the Arcadian Wild for all of your Arcadian Wild needs. And if you live in Nashville, go see them tonight at the Grand Ole Opry. They'll be on at 7 p.m., baby. Can you believe that? The Grand Ole Opry, that's huge. Listen, gang, when you're out there checking out thearcadianwild.com, don't forget that you can subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you find podcasts, be it Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, Stitcher, and of course, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, Stitcher, sorry, not Stitcher. Stitcher is going away at the end of the month. So if you're subscribed on Stitcher, go find somewhere else. New shows every Tuesday and every Friday. Don't subscribe on Stitcher. Subscribe somewhere else. And if you're subscribed on Stitcher, go to go to Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Google Podcasts, wherever. Follow How Did I Get Here. Like us. Leave us stars. Let us know how we're doing. Follow us on Facebook. That's the that's How Did I Get Here on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Johnny Gowdy. Okay, that's me, Johnny Gowdy. All right, have a great, great week, whatever it is you're doing. Let's get down. I can feel it slipping away Like it from reality's down to a couple fingers Living like I'm running away So I've my doubts Anyone's gonna come out the winner Wake up and break yourself out of here Don't be one of the cold souls who disappear Stop believing them tell Stop believing and telling the lies